0: What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? It's Scrum Manage Podcast. I'm Mike J on the alley too. Hey, Bowtie Fresh in the building. What y'all? What is up? What's good with y'all? Hey man, it's another day, man. It's President's Day. You know what I'm saying? So you know, happy got to get it up to the real president. That would be Barack Hussein Obama. We got a, we've got, a, we've got a temporary orange motherfucker up in there now, man. So what's going on with you? I, I,
1: I was going to ask you if it, you said President's Day, if you if you was uh, celebrating with the orange, or celebrating the orange
0: one in any way? Nah, man. I did eat some <laughs> cheeses. I did eat some cheeses earlier. So you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. If you want to special shout you know, out? Yeah, you know for for that. And this is not an ad for Cheez-Its, unless they want to cut the check. But yeah, other than that, man, I've been chilling, man. So let's. Let's jump into it, man. It was, you know, Valentine's Day was this last previous weekend, man. Bowtie Fresh, what did you do? Uh
1: I say Valentine's Day was that that whole weekend's pretty much been for football for me, man. Like, well, you, well, you, you, you posted uh, a
0: picture up on on, on 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 the on the Twitter, man, on I mean, Thursday, that. man. So give us give us a little rundown.
1: I mean, it was it wasn't it, nothing, nothing, you know, crazy or nothing like that, bro. Um, just just simple chilling. You know what I'm saying? It was it mo- mostly, like I said, it was football. Like we literally had football, what Friday from like five, no, four thirty to like seven. Cause that was like our first official like um, lifting and weight lifting mm-hmm. and all that type of stuff, like introducing the boys to that. Like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, man. Spent some time with my pops. I really hadn't spent a lot of time with him or like really hot out him. So um, just kind of chopped it up with him for, you know, a little bit, a little while or whatnot. And that's really it, man. Like, I I mean, Valentine's Day is, it's, it's, it's a day. You know what I'm saying? It's not nothing super crazy or nothing like that. How about yourself, bro?
0: What you get into? On the actual day, nothing. But yesterday, man, we just did ours on 'cause because it, it was cold, real super cold here in Naptown on Friday. And then Saturday, we just kind of chill. Sunday, man, we went to church. Then we went to go see the photograph. It was a really good movie, man. Check that out. I'm not going to give you any spoilers because, you know, Folks want to check it out, so I'm not gonna be the type of getting spoiled. But I really enjoyed it. She really enjoyed it. After that, man, was a good movie. after that, man went to go went to went to dinner, came home and just chilled out, watched some All Star festivities, which we'll talk about a little later. This and this kicked it, man. Nothing, you know. It was. It's always. In, I mean, I guess I know. You know, you can get. I guess a lot of people say Valentine's Day should be every day, but you know, it was just something? It was just cool to be able to have like a little? A little date night without the without the kid, man. Not that I don't love the kid. We hooked her up with a gift too, but you know, sometimes you want to get you want to have some adult time, man. So that was that was always a good thing, man. So, we will hang out, hang out, spend some time together, man. But uh, That's yeah,
1: man. I but did. That was, uh, speaking of presidents, day, I'm going i to go back. I had the day off today. Spent the uh, went and took my little guys to see that movie Sonic, the new Sonic yeah. the Hedgehog movie. Man, it was actually a lot better than what I expected, bro.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I, I, was, I definitely would recommend folks going going to check it out rather. I mean, probably if you have kids or whatnot, but I saw some adults in there with no kids. Like they was, it was kind of like seemingly nostalgic for them. Uh, that's, you know the child, that's the child,
0: that's the child molesters in there I'm peeping. Oh damn! <laughs> <laughs> and,
1: and it was this, it was this one lady in there, or or, or young lady or whatnot, I don't know, uh, but she was like super hype, like every little thing, like she was like clapping loud and cheering and stuff. And I was like, okay, like she really, really, really just must be like a Sega kid or a Sonic fan or what? Like I don't know, I don't know if she's. I couldn't explain it, but it was, she was, like, way more into it than some of the kids that were even in there. So, well, I overall, I recommend going to see that, too, just speaking of President's Day and movies and that sort of stuff.
0: Yeah, I'm off today too, man. I asked my kid, did she want to go see it? No, she's older than yours. So she's like, no. She's like she said it's too kiddie for her. So, you know, she's getting close. She'll be thirteen this year. So, you know, this, she's making that rapid transition to being becoming a teenager, man. So she wasn't really fucking with you with you, with the God, man, but it's all good. <laughs> hey, man. So hey man. So let's I mean let's jump right into it, man. The nasty boys have been getting wild on these in these Twitter streets and prostitution rings and everything else. And uh, so let's just talk about we have we, met, we missed the last episode, man. We both have been busy with you know sports and everything else, but man, I got to talk about the Jackson State president, man. You know my man got caught out there, the prostitution ring got caught out there with the weed, but the thing that tripped me out, man, it was a female subordinate was with him, yo, man. So let's just say, you know, you're married, man, Bowtie. tie, and I'm in a committed relationship, getting ready to get married. but what say you? How do you make that call to your wife, man, to say I'm locked up? And I'm locked up for prostitution. What do you think? How do you think that conversation goes? I mean,
1: at that point in time, you're probably just trying to hurt. You're just trying to get out. So, mm-hmm. you're making you making that call just to say, mm-hmm. "Hey, you got to swallow your pride and whatever else you didn't done, done, whatever wrong you didn't done, done, or whatnot." If, if you know that person is going to be able to yeah. get you out, uh, but at the same time, like it, that, that's a risky call because who's to say like, that person is definitely going to get you out once they understand why you're locked up. So, I'm you know, just us to say. It, t- might, t- it, t- it t- might behoove t- you. <laughs> hmm.
0: Go ahead.
1: I was going to say, it might behoove you to call somebody else, you know, one of your partners or, or, or somebody else that might be that, that emergency standby. I mean, you gotta have contingency plans in certain scenarios, and I, evidently, this, these individuals did not go through their contingency plans.
0: Hey, man, I just want to know why homie was getting bucked. Wow. I just couldn't imagine like being your organization and the boss like, "Yo, let's go out. We're gonna hang out for a minute. This is like the Super Bowl." Like, yeah, all right, cool. Yo, we pull up to wherever they were. All right, looks a little seedy. Yo, man, why you got a why you got a Nike tech suit on? Oh, <laughs> damn, man, why you taking your damn drawers off? You ready to get nasty? That's a hell of a thing. Hey, homies out here wowing, man. So. Yeah, I
1: don't know, definitely, man. De- definitely, it's something. Something. If your boss start, boss takes you somewhere, and, and they, you know they start getting a little, like you said, a little seedy. It's kind of like, ah, uh, what's up? Like, what's yeah. happening? <laughs> like, <laughs> you got to be aware of your surroundings and you know who who's whipping what out.
0: Yeah, man, that's some wild stuff, man. Hey, so so Bota, I sent you a video, man. On I'm, I sent it to you on your text message. Did you see said video? No, I uh
1: Let's see. You must have
0: just sent it. Yeah, I just I just sent it as we were talking. Remember, we I wanted to get your real life. Uh, you know, wanted to get your real life. Uh, you uh, know, here. What is this? This jacket. That's only like twenty seconds. But I will uh, set the scene for the people. What?
1: What is so, happening? This.
0: So T Rex is a battle rapper. Both. How you familiar with the battle rappers? Right? They get on stage. Yeah. They go back and forth. Yeah. I'm a, uh, yeah. So he's a battle rapper. And I, w- I was listening, I was listening to Joe Budden's podcast and they kept talking about it. I was like, What the hell's going on? They kept making jokes of this. So I was like, Let me check the video out. And then when I saw the video, I was like, Whoa I said, Let me add, you know, and Bro ties is like my brother, right? You know, we've been we've been rolling for like twenty some odd years. So we <laughs> saw that video. <laughs> How far does the bro code go, bro? Uh,
1: bro code doesn't go that far, bro. <laughs> it, does, it does not go that far at all. Hey, man.
0: so let me let me set the not stage of what goes on in this video. So this is the most one
1: random
0: shit ever. <laughs> hey, so one brother is in there and in like he draws in the shirt off. There is seems like a young lady that's you know participating in the sex act, and my man T Rex, who's a battle rapper, he it seems like he's having sex with this young lady. Homie, with the shirt off and he draws on, pours up some coconut Ciroc and, 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 and makes homie drive the boat. And by drive, he does the meg the stag, and he pours a shot into another man's mouth. So, like, when you first saw that boat tie, like, what? I mean, in a, in a random small-ass apartment or a room, or I don't even, that must look like a damn shed. Yeah, I, I was
1: gonna, I was gonna say it, that looked like a like a barn or a shed or something. Like, like, hey, man,
0: like, here? like, how far does the bro code go, man? Would you, hey, if I was, if I was there, would you assist me by helping me drive the boat by coming by pouring? No, about, uh, no, that's not happening. That's,
1: right <laughs> that's not happening. Like, I, <laughs> my my initial reaction is like, like, seriously, what the hell is going on here? Like, are you, are you, are you guys? you know, doing a group thing or because like my man with know just sitting there pouring the drinks. It's almost like he's a bartender. Like he's just <laughs> there to observe. Like he's just hey, chilling. Man. I'm like, I'm not going to just chill just hanging out while my homeboy, and my brother, is like smashing some chick literally within arms reach. Like I
0: was, closer than arms. I'm not reach, just. Dog. They couldn't hit. That, that's I'm like hedging. Just, that's like hedging on the screen and, and hedging on the screen. The NBA game. That was too close, dog. Yeah, <laughs> you know, he, one one hip thrust, dog, and they and they going and they going hit the hip. That was just too yeah. close, and that room was too damn small, man.
1: Bro, like I said, it's, it, it, if y'all if they doing like the group session or running the train or you know whatever, like that's their business. It just. It, this whole setup just doesn't seem like that, so it's just awkward. Like, okay, like what's really going on? It's almost like you said. It's almost like one dude's playing two K and pouring drinks, while yeah. these two <laughs> are like getting it on. Like it's uh, did, it's did, random as hell.
0: Did you see Homer's face, man? He was making. He was pumping. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that nigga look like he was. That nigga looked like Michael from Waiting to Exhale. <laughs> that nigga was. was focused, but uh, I just couldn't imagine. Like yo, like yo, pour me a shot. Yo, let me. Then my then homie with the the dread said, you know, the this is and this is setting the scene. The homie with no shirt on with the draws, he said, fringos. Now, bowtie, yeah. I feel like we've been we've been brothers, man, basically all our lives, man. You know, we have we ever had the fringos that close? No. You know, like you know, throwing no. the, <laughs> throwing no, the shots somewhere. No, <laughs> and then like my
1: dude had on, like this. Like it looked like a tall TV neck, but it was like. <laughs> it, was like a it, smedium, it was like a
0: smedium tall TV yeah.
1: neck. Like I don't, I don't know what the hell happened.
0: Uh, yeah, that definitely was like a Hanes that had better days. So, moment, hey, bro. bro, I tell you, man, folks is wild enough. So then, like one thing we were texting about yesterday is like these nasty people on Twitter. Like I was just perusing, and this dude was like, he like he screenshotted the conversation him and his young lady, and he was asking her like how much to eat the ass, and uh, she was like five thousand retweets. He was like, say no more. So then he was asking me for retweets.
1: <laughs> oh, man, He sounded like he was like that old dude on the Cosby show, challenge. Yeah, <laughs> man. So I
0: I, may, I need to go back. I should go back and look to see how many retweets he's gotten, man, because I'm thinking like, yo, man, Grown Manage Podcast is a podcast of the people. And if you want to get your shit off, man, I don't want to be the one to uh, stop you. So, oh, well, he's a 16,000 retweets. So let's just oh. see. Hopefully, uh, I'm not going to say the young lady's name, well, hopefully that you know she lets him uh, dabble down on the on the chocolate hot on the Hershey Highway because uh, she said five thousand. My man, he tripled that. So yeah. let's yeah. see. Uh, let's see if he
1: updated. Uh, man, I like. I I, uh, I know I sent. I know I sent this to you in a text. You know, just about about when you first mentioned this. But I'm like I, I know you hear about you know that activity a lot <laughs> in like the media. You know, people say stuff and you know joke around and stuff. I, I and maybe I'm just that far removed I don't know but I'm like I never realized that it was like that big of a thing like it's almost like I gotta have breadsticks with <laughs> with my pasta you know what I mean it's like it's it's damn near something that's mandatory and I did not I did not realize it was like
0: that so going, I guess to go are hey, like fried fish and hot sauce I hey, guess man, so white people <laughs> and extra mayo white people no rhythm Hey man, mm-hmm. I just I, I didn't I didn't know folks was getting down like that either, man. But I think a lot of these times people have been kinky for a long ass time. And I think now it's just like, oh bet, I got somewhere I could talk about all this stuff. And one yeah, last thing, when we so. talk about the kinky thing, man, I just seen something that, you know, Tiana Trump, shout out Columbus, Indiana's finest. She's talking about she's she's <laughs> charging three hundred and fifty dollars, you know, for boys to come through and smash. I couldn't imagine paying three hundred and fifty bucks to smash, man, but damn, could you imagine, dog? Like and she said it's only one position. Like can you imagine, like how much less? You no, know, you don't have any dignity. Like going in there with your, your damn draws at your damn at your damn ankle. Like Yo, <laughs> Tiana Trump, here's on here's my three hundred fifty down. This down. Ah, three hundred damn. See, I'm gonna smash Tiana Trump. Got my damn tongue. Cat got my tongue. Three hundred fifty damn dollars. That's what she said. Literally, <laughs> I know. Right? Yeah, the, the, the smash, man. And all the, and, and no offense, I ain't here to shame him, I didn't see Tiana Trump. You know be a legend and be a legend in, be a legend in, in the home entertainment uh, network and type stuff. But dog, I don't think I got enough. My, my pride is too high to give her $350. That's <laughs> when I seen her on the HBCU tour when she was at Morgan State. Like, damn, I, I just feel like I just, I feel like I can't give you 350 Can we negotiate? Can I, I go, 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 go down?
1: What's up? I'm, I'm wondering how many, how many folk cats showed up with multiple forms of payment. Like, yeah. you know, you pay like 75 in like a credit card, yeah. <laughs> 50 in gift cards, 100 yeah. in cash.
0: <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you know, a, dime, a dime bag, you know what I'm yeah. saying? You want a bottle of Hennessy? And then like, yeah. say for instance, she was like, yo, 350 for the day. What happens if you like number 45? Is she able to oh. like, like? Is she able to like you know properly shower and cleanse herself? Or you stick? Are you sticking? You sticking sun up in there and coming out like cottage cheese? You know hey. what I'm saying? Boys is hey, out boy. here wow, Lena. Where is it, Drake? It's probably back to back. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Probably so. You know. Oh man, yeah, back to back. That's, that's, that's nasty, man. And we ain't here. to you know, we talked about kink last the last time we did that podcast, and we ain't here to like shame nobody nothing like that, man. It's just people put any any and whatever on the internet, which is interesting. Yeah. So,
1: like I said, it's it, it's that. De- like Mike J said, it's definitely no shame. It's just. For 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 Bowtie Fresh, like I didn't realize that it was just like getting down like that. People were getting down just like that openly, and then with certain things, it was just like like I said, it's it's almost like mandatory.
0: You know what yeah. I mean?
1: Like, man. Yeah,
0: uh, I mean I was watching I was watching uh Booty Call the other day when he was like, Tank the ass, <laughs> but I guess oh, is out there like that. So that's it's, it's some that's freaks, that's, man.
1: That's a that's a hood classic though, by Oh way. hell yeah, hell yeah it is. <laughs> Shout That's out Jamie Foxx and Tommy Davidson. Man, Tommy Davis is also very underrated, man. All very I mean, don't
0: We're gonna shout out, we gotta shout out Vivical Fox. That's Naptown all day. Yeah, yeah. Arlington. Shout out go. to the, shout out to Double J who said that she was a brick house and, and the whole oh, family no. was foxes. Get it, get get it right, get it right. Shit brick house. Yeah, no, 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 He didn't <laughs> say shit brick house. That was a uh, I've seen that on the porno back in the day. Oh, that was my that was nigga Will Ravage. The literal shit brick house. Yeah, one of these days I'll talk about some of my my all star moments of porn. That'd be funny because I am. I'm always good. <laughs> All star moments of porn. <laughs> hey man, shit! I oh, mean, it's more than people just you know screwing each other, man. The lead up is hilarious. Like I remember seeing one, a homie came had some Bugle Boy jeans on. <laughs> like, damn, you you really walking out the house with some Bugle Boy jeans here to go to set? Man, I'll laugh that nigga out the damn room. <laughs> but you know, That'd that's be the guy
1: here. from Jackson State. Oh, no. He, like he showed up with some Bugle Boy jeans. <laughs> oh, That
0: nigga had the tech suit on. You know, he was coming with the tech so He was going to get full, warm, nasty. He didn't want no zipper or no butt getting away, whatever he was going for. That's like the dude That's like the dude I know who went to a strip club with squishy uh, sweatpants on. And they can get all, all the damn action on. <laughs> oh, man. Shout out to that cat. <laughs> but, yeah, man. So, let's get to that. So, speaking of freaks and nasty people, let's get to that damn Trump news, man. And, uh, hey, man. You see man's out here take the lap in a, in a Daytona 500 with the, with the, with the presidential limo.
1: Yeah. Oh, no, you got to call it what it is. The beast is what they call it.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. I saw, I saw a gentleman going off online talking about using government apparatuses for, for personal political gain. And he quoted some, I don't know, law something. I don't know. He was like, but he quoted it and was like, if this is against opera standards and operations and not what we're here for, and he was like, a, I think he was like a retired military guy, and like he took it. He took it super serious. He was he was not happy about it. I'm like, well, that's what that's what you got to roll with. That's what's in office, you know. Yeah, but I mean, pretty- leave it, leave it, leave it up to the orange one. I think he's. I really do think that he's still planning his uh, his military show of force again. Uh,
0: he, he's ready. He's, he's ready. Yeah, faction.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he want he wanted to showcase and parade them down streets and tanks and all that type of stuff. Because the last one that he tried, it got rained out and was a yeah. fail. So I, from what I I have heard, that he's trying to uh, rekindle
0: that flame. Yeah, and it's crazy. but somebody who's been to Washington, D.C., bro, you you definitely going to sit back and, and ruin them damn streets. See, them streets ain't strong enough for no damn tanks and all that all type right. of stuff. But right. That's neither here nor there, man. But also, I read something that I think he went golfing, I think it was Valentine's Day weekend with His wife and they said that's been almost 134 million dollars they've that that's the we've had to pay and security costs and everything else for him to go golf. Yeah, you know this. You know they always talk about Obama being on vacation and. You know, this man has spent hundred and thirty four million dollars on just going to his golf club. I was mean, gonna say just going to his golf course. That's and it. this thing and this thing about money cycles back to his golf course to so the fact that they you know, the secret service and stuff has to stay there. And they ain't yep. buying one or two rooms, they buying out whole floors, I'm sure. Just for safety. So like I said, man, you know, you gotta you gotta you gotta vote in November you gotta vote, you know, this upcoming year with your with your finances and your morals and your yeah. heart. So, yeah, and,
1: and and we are not telling y'all who to vote for, what party, all none of that type of stuff. Make make your own decisions. You know, follow follow like you said, whatever best serves you, your heart, your finances, whatever, whatever best serves you. But I, I, I am sure that a lot of people do not want to see this Cheeto back in office. Not like, at it's, all. It's just, it's just so. Again, don't don't let us tell you who to vote for and all that type of mess. We ain't even getting it. We're not even getting into all that. Just exercise your right to vote. And and please, it, make it somebody better than this individual. <laughs> that's all. That's the only thing that, that, that both I will I won't speak on behalf of Mike J. But on both from Bowtie Fresh, please vote for someone that is better than than this individual that we have currently.
0: Because my God, this this guy has to go. Has to go. And lastly, man. So you know, Michael Bloomberg is running for president, and Trump tweeted out and called. They said he was five foot four and called him Mini Mike. If you were Bloomberg and you were a billionaire, what would you do if Trump called you Mini?
1: I don't know. No, no, knowing me, I'd probably have something smug to say and walk off, just kind of disregarding but there would be a large piece of me that would want to be like here from kid and playing house party and be like, I may be mini Mike, but I got your girl on my lap.
0: Yeah, a, <laughs> hey, you know, rich people like that. They don't take that shit standing down, bro. And that's one thing they cause you know, you, you can't say, you, you tell Trump I got my money. You know, yeah. Whatever. Right. Yeah, you know, they, they that's that. At this point in time, it's either he, he ain't gonna let that shit slide. I'm not a Mike Bloomberg fan. like, this is not, I'm not gonna talk political. Podcast, but you know, calling another man, many dogs. Is there some shit? Is this Trump is just a habitual line stepper? And Mike Bloomberg, I guess that's the next. <laughs> I guess that's the next contestant on the summer going a uh, summer jam screen. Because man, it's it's gonna be interesting. You know, lead up to November twenty twenty. I that's all I can say, man.
1: I mean, but but Trump, Trump has been that that you know fifth grade adolescent child from the time he stepped foot in office. He's always calling people some something stupid or making it sound like he's teasing somebody or actually teasing people or whatever. From from shifty shift to whatever, he just called Nancy Pelosi. Like he's always doing some dumb shit like that. It's like, bro, you you damn you what damn near sixty, if not if not. 60 oh, he's years more of, than bro?
0: sixty. Damn near yeah. getting close to seventy.
1: I'm like, so you damn near seventy years old and you literally I hear acting like my seven year old on the playground. You know, I know you are, but what am I? I know you. You know what I mean? Like, get the fuck out of here, bro. It's not even worth it's not it's not worth our, our time, but please, like, like we said, please vote for somebody, exercise your right to vote. Oh, uh, homie
0: homie seventy three years old. Yeah. There you go. Hey man. But, but all right, man. So let's get to the mail. Before we get One, to the mayo. Just go keep ahead. Keep feeding bro. keep feeding filet
1: fish sandwiches. Just keep hey. feeding. Let let letting the
0: let the dag on uh.
1: Um, you know the, the 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 heart disease build up. Let's just say
0: that. Hey man, so speaking, let's get to the Mayo man. So I went to the I went to the movie yesterday, right? And I seen the I, mean, I took a picture of it. This this Mayo, and you know how you go to the you go to get the AMC theater. They got like the drink bar and all that type of stuff. So they had the different condiments to go. I assume on hot dogs, right? So I seen mm-hmm. this yesterday, man. And I was just like, wow. Let me let me try to find it real quick. Uh, what the heck is on? Yeah, it is like some mayo I had never seen before. I don't know if it. Oh, it was a uh, Chipotle Heinz Chipotle pepper light mayonnaise, and this oh. is the same area that, like you put stuff on your hot dog, man. So, have you ever seen people put the mayo on the hot dog? No, that's 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 a cry for help. Well, who the fuck is yeah, putting man. mayo
1: on a hot dog? Like, hey,
0: still. <laughs> I, I mean, I went to the AMC up in your neck of the woods, man. I didn't see anything else like any other sandwiches you put mayo on, unless it was like a chicken sandwich. That's nah, the only bro. thing I can vaguely think about, you know. Who the hell puts mayo on a fucking hot dog? Like that is a yeah. cry for help. Hey man, so hey man, sociopaths is out here living, man. So Chipotle Pepper, I will post the picture after we get done with the pot, man. But hey man, so let's speaking of the mayo, bro. So I was reading this, um, reading this man about a black man. Uh, I think he was in Portland, Oregon. Shout out to Portland; I got family there. And my man reported job discrimination at, at his job, right? And you work in that area. Why did they get arrested? And why did he get arrested for for for, uh, for claiming this?
1: Wow, he got arrested for, arrested. <laughs> for reporting job discrimination. So yeah, he he's about to get paid. Uh, he, already, he,
0: already, he already did. So oh, I was gonna say he was, yeah, he's, he was arrested. <laughs> they took his personal belongings and the documents. They, he didn't, he was able to shred the documents. Just the documents. So they, <laughs> all his racist documents, the stuff that he had against the company, and they also found racist text messages between the police and the company that the black the black man was uh you know he complained about discrimination. So he got six hundred thousand from the police department and four hundred thousand from his employer. They got a million dollars. As a taxpayer, how mad would you have to pay that we had to pay six hundred thousand because yep. the police department got involved in something in the private sector?
1: I'd be pissed, pissed if as a, as a taxpayer, I'm I'm pissed, and I don't even pay taxes in in wherever he was. I'm I, as an American, I'm pissed about it. That's yeah. just ridiculous. That is yeah, ridiculous, man. and it is a disgrace to. To the workplace, to the corporate workplace, and the, and the sanctity and, and safety that individuals are supposed to have in the workplace to report such things, whether it's discrimination, whether it's bias or whatever, um, that's that's just deplorable.
0: That's just awful. My God. Yeah. Yeah, man. So I saw that. I was like, "Damn, a million dollars just because?" I mean, you know, and he should, no one there should ever be discriminated against. But I'm like, "Yo, what the police have to do with it? Y'all arrest my man? Like, as a, I could imagine the police officer, all the important stuff had to do. Like, no, no, no. We're, gonna, right. we're gonna. This is what we're gonna. This is we're gonna draw the line on, nigga. <laughs> you sit back and and you talked about the towing company. So we're gonna sit back and arrest you. Right.
1: I mean, and can you imagine just, just like just the amount of work that went into that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like the time, the effort, the work. Like again, just a waste.
0: It's an yeah, this is this is absolute waste, man. All right, man. So that's so that's sponsored by the damn uh, Chipotle damn mail that I think goes on hot dogs today. Ugh. So yeah, man. <laughs> so next we're gonna get up to the sit on the Twizzler, man. And this these these ones hurt my these ones hurt my feelings, man. So first, uh, were you are you uh did you know about the what happened to the the young brother at Eastern Illinois University? I did not.
1: I think so, you mentioned it to me briefly, but I, I hadn't got a chance to, to verse myself on it. All
0: right. So there's a brother on the swim team. He's in Illinois. You know, they stop, stretch their legs or whatever. He takes a selfie. Magically, the police come out of nowhere, and they said that he fits the description, right? Because, you know, all black people, we look the same. So they, you know, he, they threw him, put him in handcuffs, drew a gun on him, said they were going to blow his fucking head off, etc. Coach comes out and say, "Hey, this is not the person you're looking for." No apology. No, no, no they, didn't, they didn't document any of the stop or anything. It's kept going. I know, and we're not, and I'm not, and I'm speaking for, I'm, I'm speaking for myself, and I'm speaking for both sides. We ain't anti-police, but damn, you gonna yeah. sit back and pull a gun on me, and I'm the wrong person, and yeah. you didn't even, you didn't even like document it and slam me to the ground. Think about how much yeah. PSD issues this brother's having to deal with. Think about being humiliated in front of your your classmates, your teammates, your coach. Would you want to go back to school in that area of the country? No, not at all. Not, it's, not it's, at all. It's ridiculous, and not, even, man. not even
1: about school. If I if I was that individual there, I wouldn't even even if I was in a legitimate situation where I was harmed or, or something was stolen from me or whatever, I would even have trouble just calling the police to protect myself or to ask for help because of this type of incident. So, I, I, like my Jake said, not necessarily, uh, you know, against police or anti-police, but but damn, y'all sure as hell are not making it easy for us.
0: Yeah, man, and that's one thing. And I, and I, I'm gonna have you give me this was in a minute, but I was watching that Who Killed Malcolm X documentary, and that's yeah. one of the things they talked about was just the the fact of Malcolm didn't have enough security. But how can you how can you call the police for help when they're one one of the ones that's the oppressors? right so i mean i think right. that's something that we have to think about in our community and we're both black men so you know it, it's yeah. hard you know you want to be able to trust the police and everything else but you know to me every time every every time with the police is like all right make sure you stay cool you got a family to go to you know what i'm saying yeah yeah, yeah absolutely so i think those are the type of things because that could have went that could have went left so quick.
1: It could have went wrong real easily. Easily. Real
0: and you've know, you got people who are ready to shoot. Like i seen another video online. I didn't get to watch the full thing. But they had a new like a rookie officer in Baltimore that she started harassing because she thought she smelled marijuana. Yeah. She had this dumb, snug, dumbass look on her face. Like, yeah. how are we training these people, man? I think right. that's the frustration part of me. Well, is it's like it's just like you just put these people on the street, no t- type of cultural competency or anything.
1: Yeah. So I was gonna say let's let's stick on let's stick on the uh, the subject of the police and the twizzler and whatnot, and maybe I, maybe you, Mike J, you can give all of them the twizzler, but I want to shout out my my brother CC C. Breezy. Uh, he sent me a, a video uh, and, and a link about um, Chicago police officers and a botched drug raid. And they storm in this house. I mean, it's a video. I mean, they storm in this house, and they're, like, interrogating children, aiming guns, like, not, not like, you know, pistols. Not, like, one gun's better than the other, but they have, like, assault rifles, shotguns. They are fully, like, to the brim. You know what I mean? You know, they got shields. They got the flashbangs. Like, they, they breached this house. It's a botched raid. But even after they realized there was a botched raid, they still have the nerve to interrogate children. Asking them, you know, adult type questions. Even just the fact that you're involving children in something like this, you talk about PTSD. You talk about how you know having to live your life. These are small kids. So how How do you? How do you think they feel? Or how do you think they're going to have to adapt to life after something like this? You you damn eight years old, nine years old. I couldn't imagine my my ten year old or my seven year old having a damn assault rifle aimed at them, and the police officers yelling, you know, yelling at them and shit. You know what I mean? Like. As an adult, you might – if something like that happens. You don't necessarily have the wherewithal to try to, you know, get your bearings together, let alone fucking children. Yeah. Like, like Mike J. said, what, what the fuck kind of training do we have are we giving these people? Who are we putting out on these streets? You know, that's sort of deal. I mean – God damn, man like there, there's got to be some shred of humanity that these individuals they're, they're supposed to be protecting but they're not even upholding or, or providing but the,
0: but the, but the thing is supporting. man you can't have humanity when you don't when you don't have humanity towards the others you're supposed to be protecting it's just right there there's a lack of black humanity black kids get treated like black black men get treated like boys and black women they like like girls then black children get treated like adults there is a lack. They don't see black people having humanity. So when you don't see black people having humanity, it's just like there's nothing for them. All the things that they, you know, they their thoughts and their actions, it, does, it, it, it just goes off the one side of, you know, they don't think anything about it because they view us as subhuman. And this isn't yeah. all white people. This isn't all cops. But until you really crack that code of not seeing people with humanity, we're gonna still keep having these issues over and over and over again. Man, it's yeah. like it's frustrating,
1: right? You know, you, and, I, and I just I wanna I wanna put one one more last thing out there. And again, this isn't this isn't this not the down episode or anything like that, but but this is Mike J and Bowtie Fresh being real grown with y'all. We we joke a lot on this podcast, but we also want to use this platform to bring awareness to many many different things. And I'm gonna to touch on something that's very close to home because it's happening in our city. Indianapolis is 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 a damn savage zone right now. We had six individuals no no I take that back six individuals shot four killed or was it seven individuals shot five killed just over this weekend. It well, five like, people lost their lives. Lost their lives. Five, five people lost their lives. Seven actually shot. Five lost their lives. I remember I was reading about this. Like It's, it's crazy how much of a disregard individuals have and the, the level of violence. But to tie it back into the police, we have a lot of, here in Indianapolis, a lot of faith-based leaders, a lot of community leaders, so forth and so on, wanting to and trying to partner with the police department and asking for help and asking for tips. They t- set up two different like special tip hotlines. But the, f- the thing is, no one is speaking out for many reasons. But there is a big section of our community that don't feel like the police have the best interests in mind. Don't feel like they can partner with the police because of how they've been treated. Therefore, we are not doing everything we can to help, you know, catch individuals of these crimes or, you know, prevent these crimes or try to improve certain areas because people don't want to partner with the police department based on how we've been treated. So again, we can't even protect ourselves or try to enlist the help of those that are supposed to protect us when we don't even trust them. So just just going back to what Mike Jane and I've been talking about with the police department, it's a vicious cycle. Like we already don't have the humanity you know, or, or the care or, 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 the, or the respect given to us. And now we can't even utilize those, those forces or those resources because we don't trust them. It's sad, man. We have people, we have innocent people losing their lives. We got 15, 16, 17-year-old kids losing their lives over dumb stuff but we can't even try to help get the individuals off the street or help prevent certain things because we, we don't, we don't respect the police or we don't, we fear the police or we don't think that they were partnered with us appropriately. It's sad, man. It's sad. It's, it's frustrating and it's sad.
0: Yeah. And I guess going on from there, man, one of the things that I saw that was, you know, and kind of transitioning for another thing of the twizzle I saw was, uh, and people were talking bad about us. Zaya, Zaya, is that her name? Zaya Wade? Yeah, Zaya Wade. Yeah. yeah. Dwayne Wade's daughter. It's like, look, you can have all type of you know opinions are like assholes. Everybody got one, but yeah. as a full fledged adult to get on there and talk about a child, cause that's what Zaya yeah. is. Regardless of what you think about her, she's a child. Was she 12?
1: Yeah, twelve? Yeah, twelve. Yeah, she's
0: she's twelve. That's the same age as my kid, right? I could never like. I just couldn't waste my time talking about a 12 year old in a negative manner like that, man. So I definitely, man, both. I get those people talking about Zaya Wade. Yeah. Like-,
1: like that's, that's, it, it's despicable. We talked about this with the fellas in our group chat, man, regardless of, regardless of what your stance is, you don't have to agree with Mike J or Bowtie first. There's oftentimes when Mike J and Bowtie first don't agree, but the one thing that you, that you can't do is as an adult, like come at a child, especially in our day and age, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's sad the way they're coming at Zaya. It's very sad the way they're coming at Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade. Yes, they're celebrities. Yes, they're lives in the public eye and all that type of stuff. But the, the, the visceral words that people are using against Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union just for, just for supporting their child and not, you know, dishonoring their child or harming their child or whatever the case may be. Like, just, just because they're like, hey, this is Zaya's life. That's our child. What, however, they want to, however she wants to live her life, that's what we will support because we love them. I, like, and people are like really coming at them for something like that, man. So it's, it's just sad, man. So I really want those individuals speaking out about Zaya and the Wade family, all the police officers that are out here, the, the wrong ones, the bad ones, you know, those folks. I, I'm actually going to take the high road, and, and I, want, I want y'all to have a peaceful Twizzler. I want y'all to have an enlightened Twizzler. I want y'all to sit on that and try to understand the effect that you're having on other people, other children in many situations, other lives, man. Just understand and, and be enlightened with that special enlightened mm-hmm. Twizzler. That's what y'all can sit on. And Mike J., let's go ahead and transition off.
0: All right, man. So let's actually liven it up, man. It's been kind of sad, man. So let's get to All-Star Weekend, man. One of those, hey man. So this was one of my favorite All Star weekends from like from the. I don't I don't watch the celebrity game because that's just not oh, celebrity game was hilarious.
1: That's just not I that's make, not that's really the one thing, thing I make sure I
0: watch. That's just not I just I'm I'm in, I'm, in, I'm in, this this is nothing. I'm not a big celebrity person, but you know, tell us about celebrity game.
1: Ah, uh, celebrity game was entertaining as heck <laughs> from from uh from your boy Stephen A. Getting the daggone technical files on the. <laughs> over for yelling at the refs and his his over the top antics or whatnot. It, the celebrity game was a great entertaining game, man. Shout out uh, uh Cream Bigums, aka Spice Adams. <laughs> he put on a, a good entertaining type of show. Uh Common and Quavo. They done their thing, man. It was like it, it was just really good, fun entertainment. It was a way to I always like the celebrity game because it's always lighthearted and fun filled. It has a small element of competition. Uh, but you just you just get to see people in another light and just trying to let loose and lay back. And I like seeing all the, the NBA guys there, you know, supporting and cheering and all that type of stuff. I, I appreciate the fact how they incorporate, like, fanfare and all that type of stuff into the celebrity game. So it was very entertaining. And like I said, I enjoy the celebrity game every year. That's one thing that I make sure that I watch.
0: Yeah, I don't. But I also watch the uh, – I like watching, the. you know, I guess the rookie – I guess the Young young Stars game, USA versus yeah. the World, man. So that was a, it was pretty entertaining, man, to see, you know, Trey Young and Luka Doncic and the other young guys in the league, man. But Ja, yeah, but yeah, Ja too, you know, and Zion and those type of guys, man. But what really got me, what really got my All-Star weekend going on, man, was I started watching the, the uh, skills competition, man, and it's, it's a new age in basketball, Jack. Yeah it is. Uh, Bam I was one, out of bio won, but it was him against Sabonis. Of course, I was going for Sabonis because of the Pacers, man. But you watching Bigs that are handling, passing, shooting, you know, and yeah. all that type of stuff. And it's like you know, you got all these. You had guards, but you know the, the two. You know the two big men end up being in the finals. Yeah, but, I consider
1: I consider Siakam a
0: kind of kind of a bigger man too. You know yeah, I'm mean? saying like, yeah. Like he's like a, a higher like forward small. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But not it's not traditional guard. You tra- yeah, your traditional you would think like, oh man, a guard or, or like a wing is gonna kill it. And, right, right. I mean, it's just yeah. like the, like the passing and everything else, man. It's the NBA game has changed so much is when I first you know fell in love with the game, man. So was a really great play. So then, I watched. Did you watch? You were able to watch the three point contest? I was not.
1: I was. I, oh, not, I, I was not able to catch the three point contest live uh, or the dunk contest
0: live. Uh, I Bruh. seen. I seen. I watched both of them. You know, post. I watched that three-point contest, man, and the boys were spraying. And I was like, I was, you know, came down to Devin Booker versus a Buddy Hill, and Buddy Hill hit that last three to win it, man. It's just, it was just like that. They, they, I love competition. Everybody knows me, like I love to compete. I want to be the best at everything. so I love people who are great at their craft, man. And you you seen it come down? There's nothing like coming down to the last frame, and they they were shooting those 29 footers, like two 29 footers to, you know, get three yeah. points for for those shots, man. So that was dope. So let's get I've been some- telling
1: I've been telling folks about Buddy Hill since he came out, man. Like, look, don't sleep on him. He's a he's a solid player He's turning into a star. He turned into a star, man.
0: Yes, yeah, so I watched the dunk contest, man, and it was a, uh, yo, yeah, it was like super. It's just like you see. I mean, we we can go back to nostalgia and all this stuff, but then people are jumping higher than they did obviously when we were like kids. Yeah. you look at a guy like Pat Connaughton got a forty-four inch vertical. I'm not saying that because he's a white dude, but he caught he jumped over dude hit it over, the, hit it on the, tap, tap the, the, back the backboard yeah. and still dunked. Yeah. I mean, even that dunk Dwight Howard did, Dwight Howard was 34. My man yeah. did like a statue of Liberty dunk. Yeah. It wasn't like, he didn't take like six steps to jump in rhythm. And that dude yeah. was able to, to jump that high and still be that, you know, be able to be that agile in the air, man. At 34, it's crazy.
1: Yeah. At 6'11". Yeah. At 34. Yeah.
0: With, with a history of back injuries. So it was dope, man. You know, like I, you know, we can go and kind of get into it. Who who do you think won the dunk contest? Aaron Gordon. Yeah, I think he probably
1: won, man. I, I was laughing. Aaron, I Aaron Gordon won. I mean, and, and the reason I think Aaron, I say Aaron Gordon won because he, he came out with a little bit more creativity. Um, I definitely think that that one hand cuff windmill off the side of the backboard, like that, that was insane. Uh, the taco fall uh everyone was like oh he didn't fully clear taco fall he cleared him his shorts got caught oh you know what I mean when he when he got I think he should have had taco a little bit a little bit further away from the basket I think that's but what
0: that was. was that was he but did that off think, the cuff because he, yeah. like, he was like I mean to me I think four dunks is enough I mean yeah, yeah, you, you yeah. mess around you trying, trying to hurt somebody yeah I, I mean honestly, I also, I also think could have broke his damn neck yeah. I, I think, I can't think of his name.
1: The other cat, the, the, the dude that won
0: Derrick Jones. He,
1: yeah. He, he had a lot of like, most of his stuff was done like before. Yeah. Like one creative dunk that wasn't done, like not necessarily done before, but it was like, even recently, like he literally took Zach Levine's whole repertoire and down repertoire pretty much. It was like, bro, like, I, I don't know. Like for me, I valued the fact that that Aaron Gordon came out and was doing some different things and pushing the envelope. And that's for me, that's why he won. I felt like he pushed the envelope a little bit more, but I also think, and again, you know, Levine's a hell of a dunker, but I think Gore should have won that dunk contest when him and Levine went at it, because that that damn under the double under the leg boy, and then reverse on the other side of the rim. Yeah, oh, oh,
0: buddy. Even that when he jumped over the mascot and had his legs parallel in the air over yes. the mascot's head, man. So yes. Yes. there's just yes. like, the, I mean, this is this the athleticism in the NBA, man, is crazy. So to be able to see that, man, it was dope. You know, I, I th- honestly, I thought if, if Gordon and Winnie should have been a tie. I don't need to see, like, six dunks. Four is enough. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, four, four is enough. Maybe five is a tiebreaker, you know, and, that, and that's, that's pretty much. I would have did five, one, one dunk off. You get it, you know, win or lose, that's it. Six is a lot because, you know, them guys' legs are tired. I'd rather see yeah. five at the most. I don't need to see six.
1: How do you feel about how do you feel about the uh, the the dunk contest judges?
0: Do you think they need to go back and like really bring back some dunkers to judge it? Or yeah, you, it was, I like, mean I like don't that? know because you know you get a, I mean well I guess what well, Candace Parker she dunked before in the game so you had yeah, her yeah. you had uh my man uh, uh chaswick Boseman. Yeah, I why somebody said he had the Tyler. Was he going for Tyler Perry movie? Tyler Perry movie, man, yeah. Because he had his hair like that.
1: I saw. I saw somebody said the little ritual biopic must be going real well. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that nigga looked crazy, man. It's just like, damn dog. When what you what you out here looking at, man? He looked like he went to the sunken place when he hit him with the damn Wakanda salute. You can tell that man tired as hell of hearing that. Of oh that yeah, he's
1: he's, he's tired of he he hate black people for that. Yeah. <laughs> <damn>. That
0: man. <laughs> I mean, that,
1: that man can't step. I, out of nowhere, he probably to <laughs> just even going to family functions. What kind of forever? Yeah,
0: I don't know, man. I don't think necessarily you have to have dunker. Is this this was just kind of a because you know, you want some type of element to it, like because you get someone like you know, I remember that year Jordan was out there and he had that leather blazer on, he was giving niggas sixes. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Him, uh, uh, Doctor J was is also another one. Doctor J yeah. gave a boy a five in a minute. Like, well damn, doc.
0: <laughs> yeah, you, you gotta you gotta mix it up, man. Honestly you gotta have somebody number one, you gotta have somebody who's funny, like in there too, because you gotta have somebody to to bring some levity and crack some jokes, man. But you know, all in all, man, it was I enjoyed the dunk contest. I'm I'm gonna focus on like the dunk contest, more about the athletic dunks that I've seen than like who should have won. You know what I mean? This ain't this ain't like a this ain't like a robbery like '88 when, when you know Mike gets Neek. when Nick yeah. won. they got like a <laughs> the other nigga threw down like a win a, a two handed win two handed windmill dog and got like a forty five. That's ridiculous. <laughs> like you know, but you know they had to give it to the yell, Yellow Eyes. You know, in his house and everything else like that. So I, I respect it. You know, it's, I'm not gonna focus on you know. Derek, I'm gonna give Derek Jones his props because that dude got some serious ups, man. But oh yeah,
1: now like I said, I'm not taking that away from him at all. Like you said, my man got some damn springs. As a, as as a Caucasian individual told me a long time ago, got real high calf muscles. Oh yeah. <laughs>
0: Hey, speaking of that, man, I remember we were in high school and the teacher told the gym teacher told us that's why black people can run fast because we had higher calf muscles and thigh <laughs> muscles and stuff like that. And I was just like, well, what about me? I'm black and I and I can't run nor jump. And he just kind of looked at me. Shout out to Bob Potter. <laughs> hey,
1: did he call you a disgrace to your race.
0: <laughs> hey, you know, Bob, Bob was Bob was a, Bob was a wild boy. But yeah, man. But um, getting to the game, man. Yo, at first I was kinda like nervous. I don't ever think like nervous. I was kinda like kinda didn't understand the whole, you know, after first quarter and second quarter and adding it added up, man. But hey, that, you know, I enjoy watching the watching the intensity of those kids getting that well, not the kids, but those organizations getting that money and that yeah. fourth quarter, man. Yeah. This was this was my second favorite. This is like my favorite all star game. O one was my favorite. When I was the about to say back man, when they over <laughs> when, the, when, the, when the East came back, when they had a uh, you know Iverson and Marbury let them back. Yeah, but this was this was up there, man, because the fact of them dudes was like competing, competing. Like people complain about the All Star games. Like, look, I don't want to see you play, like play like a regular NBA game. The first three quarters, entertain me. But in fourth quarter time, when it's money time, that's when you see the guys. That's when you really see it gets ranched up a bit. Because you get a guy like Trey Young, you don't play any defense, y'all. So yeah. when it came down to money time. Yo, he had his warm-up on. So, yeah. I mean, it, was, it was it was interesting to see, man, like, you know, the challenge. I don't know if you got to watch the game or not, but Embiid got the ball on the, on the block, and Harden was guarding him, man. And he, like, got real physical with Harden. Harden pushed him. Like, he said something to me, man. Like, it was like a, a level of, you know, it shows people complaining about the NBA game. The NBA game is, like, far best the best for me in professional sports, right? You saw the competitiveness of those guys. Those guys don't like to lose at anything, so, you know, they were talking about the spirit of Kobe being in the building. You know, can you imagine this. Kobe would have loved this, bro. Oh, hell yeah. Kobe would have loved it. That's his moment. Been, he'd been making that face. This would this would've been like I'm I'm checking LeBron and I want the ball on the other end, man. So I, I was guess. gonna
1: say this, this would that would have been Kobe give me the goddamn ball. Nobody else better not ask for it. Don't even look at it. Give me the ball, it's going up.
0: Yeah, man. So Pretty that's wild. the, you know, you just, you just see like the, the physicality and the competitiveness of NBA players. So that's when people say, you know, like, especially people who are Caucasian, they start talking cold about the NBA. It usually is something to how they feel about black people. Because I'm like, you can't watch this and then watch college basketball and say there's anything remotely close when it comes to pure basketball because it's not. You can see some close in between in college football and in, in NFL. NBA and college basketball is like three levels in between. You know what I'm saying, so no doubt it was it was, it was super dope, man. I enjoyed it, man. But hey, yeah. shout out to Chris, shout, shout out
1: to Chris Paul for, for oh, dusting off, d- d- dunking off his high calf, or dusting off his high calf muscle. Hey, he that. caught he caught that oops, I'm terrible. Like he yeah, was waiting was, for that moment his whole life. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> oh
0: damn, Kristen threw threw it up, man. So you know it's yo. Know, Why somebody say he's gonna need a cryo chamber today? So hey. <laughs> Hey, I'm sure Chris Paul laid his body. I'm sure, he, I'm, sure he, I'm sure he put his. He baptized his body and damn all the ice after that game, bro. Everybody probably ain't, ain't touched rim in years. More or, less, more or less dunking a basketball in front of thousand people, man. Let me ask you this, man. As the NBA, as the NBA All-Star Game is coming to our town, it's coming to NapTown, Indianapolis, Indiana, 2021, man. How excited are you? You know, because All-Star Game, the last time the All-Star Game was in Indianapolis was in 1985. So we were like kids, you know, like super kids. Yeah, How are you going to feel, man, that 30, 36 years later, the All-Star Game is coming back to Naptown?
1: I, feel, I think it's going to be a good feeling, man. I think it's definitely going to be good for the city. Um, hope, Hopefully we get these damn pothole situations taken care of yeah. <laughs> before uh, we start having such high profile guests in our city, but uh, I'm excited about it, man. I'm happy for my city. I'm happy that we are able to be able to, to host and put on the, the All-Star Game and you know, I, I'm I'm hoping and hoping I'm blessed enough to be able to catch a few festivities and that sort of thing. I I got a I got an inside source that uh, runs in a few, a few few circles in the NBA and the NFL. So I'm I'm hoping to be able to uh, land some some tickets and that sort of thing, and certain stuff. So
0: I'm excited, man. Oh, Stone out here telling everybody hit that swinging ring that he used to run in some <laughs> <about> of the inside <laughs> stores. <laughs> hey. hey, hey, man. That's I don't know, man. That's it, I'm, I'm interested to see, man. I'm definitely gonna be downtown like we were for like a uh, Super Bowl Super and Super Bowls here. So I will yeah. be taking those taking those days off of work, man. So I definitely can can kick it down there because I've seen some of the prices, how much it is to get inside for the dunk contest and all the other type of stuff. I'm not paying that. But <laughs> how much was it? I did I ain't seen none of that. Uh, how much Chicago, it? they said was well, five. I think sixty-four to get into the dunk contest. Damn, five sixty-four. Yeah. Year, 64 a nosebleed. <laughs> they Yee. just said. They just said. They didn't say what you know, because they ain't giving out so many tickets because they a lot of that stuff is sponsors and all that type of stuff. That's everywhere, because you yeah. know. So you know, it'd be you be interesting to see, and you ain't definitely ain't sitting on the floor for five sixty-four for all for any type of those type of things. So I'm sure right, right. That's what I'm high saying. up. So I'll be downtown in the vicinity, you know, checking everything out, man. So I'm definitely excited, man, about the All-Star Game coming tonight. On my corporate connection. Hey, man, hey, definitely, you know, here it is, boys. Stone, Stone Hendricks ready to roll. <laughs> hey, man, so let me ask you this, man. Today's your today's your favorite player's birthday, man. What's your favorite MJ moment?
1: Yeah, man, shout out to the GOAT. Happy birthday to the GOAT. Greatest to ever lace them up. You know what I'm saying? But you know, uh, I think one of my favorite MJ moments. Uh, I, I, I was a kid, and I remember like it was that that very first moment where I was like, "Wow!" And like looking back on it, it was a cool play. Like it's an iconic MJ play. But looking back on it, it was like, man, you know, he could have he could have not been so extra. But yeah, uh, but it's the it's the against the Lakers, the switch hand. You know, yeah. the, the the left to the right, and the or the right to the left in the air. Um, like, that was my first time, like, really just being like, wow. Like, and I, and I vividly remember my, my pops and I sitting and watching that game. And I, like, actually just feeling that moment of, like, wow, like, he just done that, like, for real. Um, so that's probably one of my favorite MJ moments. Another, uh, another MJ, favorite MJ moment of mine is, um, I guess you can say when it was kind of, it's not basketball related, kind of let loose. Um, and it was MJ and MJ, Michael Jordan and Michael Jackson. And they had like a lot of behind the scenes with a video commercial shoot and a and a, vi- a video shoot that Michael Jackson was doing. And I mean, it was cool just to see like two greats just kind of being like regular people. Like they were in awe of each other. You know what I mean? It was like, oh, okay. So it was kind of that, that humanizing moment for two people that I'm huge fans of. So uh, that's probably another great MJ moment for me.
0: Yeah, I mean, for me, uh, let's see. Probably when he dropped the threes you know, the Jordan threes, the Jordan fours. I mean, you know, I like Mike. You know, he's a great player. You know, he went to North Carolina, which is my favorite school. But you know, I was never a Bulls fan, so I, I didn't have any any type of any type of affection towards MJ. Besides a couple pair of shoes, that I liked him going to North Carolina. But uh, let me yeah. see, let me, let me, the me see. Yeah, let me see. Court eleven. Yeah, let me let me see. Uh, like my favorite move. Uh probably when he dunked one of my favorites he dunked on Patrick Ewing and he screamed on him. Uh Oh damn. <laughs> yeah, let me see. When he you know when he done he Dun- did the I enjoyed when he when he hit the free throw on Matumbo said this is once for you, Matumbo, and closed his eyes and shot. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> but you know, like being but being honest, like taking all the hate away, like yo, Michael Jordan was like the coolest nigga alive in nineteen eighty nine. Yo, yeah, nigga, he just had like a yeah. had This he just had like the there's some people that have like a superstar type of type of aura about him, and Michael Jordan has that.
1: Some people, yeah, he, yeah. Michael Jordan is
0: good to being Michael Jordan. You never heard anybody say, like, oh man, you know, he's just you know, anything he says is really interesting, anything like that. But he just has a has the aura on Michael Jordan, it's a coolness about him, so yeah. You know, so that's 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 probably, that's probably it, man. Of course, the, the on court stuff, like you know, I remember watching the thing against the with the Lake Bulls versus Lake. My me and my pops was watching the games. He was like, that was cool, but that wasn't better when Doctor J caught it on one side of the uh, the backboard, went underneath, and going oh, to yeah. lay up the other hand. So yeah, yeah. And, but yeah, you know, Mike's cold, man. The Black Cat, man. So this ain't you know it's Johnny Kilroy. Yeah man and then the fact that my man was wearing them size 70 jeans and leather and leather blazers man you know and, and what a hoop What and you rings. mean
1: hey 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 what you mean was
0: oh. <laughs> oh yeah he look he did look crazy at the All-Star game yesterday he had like a size 6 66 uh, Nike MJ shirt on that orange boy before the game started so damn Mike so yeah man that's that's you know you know MJ man so think he's 57 today if i believe so yeah yeah that's crazy man so switching out of switching out of sports brother man this is something i saw on twitter the other day and they had like seven albums that like to get to know you but i want to ask you what's three albums to get to know bowtie fresh i mean any genre you know just you know because i I got my i got a couple for myself but go ahead three albums
1: to get to know bowtie fresh damn man like i don't know if i could i don't know if i could do it down like that Oh uh, man, uh, I'm gonna say equipment. I you 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 get to know equipment or uh, Bowtie fresh through that because I feel like they're they're as 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 Mike J would say. I don't I don't I don't even know what the phrase you might you would use, but uh, straight laced as as chill laid back whatever you want to call it. Um, I do have like very eccentric and quirky like elements, so I would say equipment. is one. Uh, sixty six, sixty one would probably be another one. Just because like that stand that album stands out to me in like a few uh like facets of my life. It's one of my favorite albums, um, uh, but like it stands out. Um shit, probably unpopular opinion, but it, it, it just is what it is. Um, that damn T P two by R. Kelly. Um, that, that yeah, that's why I said unpopular opinion, you know, that no one knows, you know what all was going on and all that type of stuff. But back then when that, when that, when that, when that, when that album, when that album came out uh, for Bowtie Fresh, like, again, I could, just saying that the TP2 name, um, I could think of like, you know, three very significant things. Um, Yeah. So I, I would say, yeah, those, those albums, I would say Equimini, just because it's it's eclectic and, you know, it was, you know, a game changer um 66 61 i would say that's probably for bow tie because i would say don't let the bow ties fool you um there there's more to me than just what what people see or presume based off my appearance and um probably the tp2 just we're gonna leave it at that tp2 (laughs) Uh, what about yourself
0: oh man i will say equipment that was like one of the first albums i got when i started driving uh, another album that was important to me when I was in college was uh Nappy Roots Wooden Leather. I really love that album. I was like, I was like 21 when that album came out. It was a game because that's when I really first started going out. I was able to go out come to my turn 21. But I was one of the ones that hit me, man. They was talking about like student loan debt and dealing with, you know, coming from you know just from the gutter of not even like trying to be like. Gangsters and nothing like that, man. But this shit, life being hard, and they yeah, coming yeah. and all that type of stuff, man. So that was like one. That was one that I really enjoyed. And my third one, oh man, I'm trying to think. That's that's a tough one, man. Like to get to know me, probably would be it. would Probably be life after death, Biggie. Probably life after death. That was like you know 15, you know like 16, 17, 21. You know those a there's more albums, but you know if I just think, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like there's but this, there's more. If, but, it's three, sure. but it's three, three, out the top. But I'm just saying, I try to look. I look at music as when I, as different lifespans in my life. So yeah,
1: that's kind of how I did it. Like just, yeah. just different things that I feel like would would tell a little bit about myself or personality, but definitely things that happened, um, and that certain albums or songs got me through, or you know, that I remember were certain incidents. So yeah. Yeah, Thank
0: man. You. So that's so so like that. So we'll talk about maybe shows next week. Some movies. Just try to get more of a, you know, to know us. You know, I feel like we're pretty transparent on this podcast. And then hopefully, you know, we can get people to hit us up, let us know what you know things about them. Because you know, we're all about building a community, grow managed, print community. So bringing people together. So that's one of the things I wanted to do. We talked about that. So, my brother Bowtie, the time is coming down, man. So, go ahead and drop us drop us a jewel, man, so we can go ahead and uh, start our week off the rest of the week, man. Also, getting ready for your birthday week, brother. Bowtie yes, will, will be 43 on Friday, y'all. So <laughs> y'all go ahead. And yeah, 43. Y- y- go ahead, man. Get on y'all. When y'all think about wearing uh, showing your ankles and having a hoop earring and, and having an S curl, think Bowtie.
1: Wow, <laughs> uh, I would be I will be thirty eight <laughs> just to get the facts straight there, people. Thirty
0: eight. Sure, we, <laughs> we, we need to see a damn birth certificate, nigga.
1: <laughs> nah, but it, uh, definitely, definitely looking forward to my birthday, man. My birthday is Friday, so uh, everybody show some love to your boy on Friday. Um, but I'm gonna leave you guys with this gym, um, and, and it's kind of fitting, just you know, stages of life, another year of life for me. But um, it says just be yourself. Let people see the real, imperfect flawed, quirky, weird, beautiful, and magical person that you are. I'm not going to add anything else today. Just let that sizzle in your spirit and, and, and be yourself. Showcase yourself.
0: Yeah, no doubt, man. So, also want to thank everybody for listening, hanging out with us. know we missed the last couple of weeks, but we out here busy, transitioning to new jobs and all those type of things, so it's kind of hard to get this in. But since we both were off today, definitely want to get this in, and hopefully we can get one off on Friday. That way we can get back into the show of things, man. But you can always find the Grown Managed podcast on Twitter, at Grown Managed Pod. Uh, bowtie, give me your Twitter. Uh,
1: my bowtie, uh, fresh underscore bowtie, at fresh underscore bowtie.
0: All right, and I am Bill Bro Inc. B-U-I-L-D, capital B-R-O, Capital I-N-C. Bill Bro Inc. You can find us on Instagram at Grom Manage Podcast, Snapchat, growing Manage Podcast. Email gmail.com So rate, review, share the show. We are doing this like masterpiece out the trunk, independent. We ride it, ride and it about it. So we'll uh, see, y'all, we'll see y'all next week, man. That's one album I thought I thought about too, man. Ghetto dope, ghetto dope. Hey man, I thought, about, hey man, you can tell we broke about. I thought about ghetto dope too, yeah, man. I thought about Captain it too.
1: Kirk, can you save me,
0: man? Because and I wasn't even, and I love the album, man. But it was just one of those things that everybody was bumping it, man. We was like, what it's like six, hours, like sophomore year.
1: Yeah, sophomore year, man. Also, I, man. I could I couldn't go to getting anybody's car or walk past anywhere without hearing damn bourbons and Lax. It was yeah. just like mandatory, bro.
0: Yeah, it was. Uh, that was just like the whole thing, man. You know. So that's maybe one thing we could have talked about too. And lastly, man, before I know we were going to get the show off, man. But man, this this today I think today or yesterday was the anniversary of uh, Charge to the Game too, man. I know, I, I know that was one. I know that was one of your favorites. So I think it was what ninety eight. I think it was
1: 98. ninety. Yeah, ninety eight, ninety nine, something like that. Yeah, I think
0: yeah, it was, yeah. was ninety eight, man. So that's like what you know, twenty two years ago, man. So, yeah, so that's that's crazy, man. That time is moving fast, on us like that, man. But uh, shout man, out to the shocker, nineteen ninety eight, man. So no doubt, man. So. We'll definitely catch y'all hopefully next – this coming Friday, man, when Bowtie celebrates his 46th birthday, man. So, when y'all watch it, when you on your first birthday, man, make sure y'all stream uh, New Jack City and you look at Stone. That is Bowtie, man. So, <laughs> We'll holler at y'all. You know, man, we'll catch y'all next week. I'll at y'all. Peace.